the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Good afternoon, friends. David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or smartphone or iPad, checking me out on Facebook Live. Thank you so much for tuning in there. And, of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, W-A-V-A, 105.1 FM, right here in Arlington, Virginia, covering all of Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C., and Maryland, parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well. Thanks for tuning in on WAVA. Now listen, uh, today is Marriage Monday, and if you are a veteran of the show, you know this is how we roll. Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays. Theological Thursdays, and then open phone-in Fridays. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. And we have a special show, a weekend edition, every Saturday evening at 7 p.m. So you just get uh, as much bridge-building talk as you can take in. Isn't that right? I'm also the pastor of Bridgeway Community Church that has three services on a Sunday in Columbia, Maryland. You can check them out at bridgeway.cc. Now, if you want to call me today to talk about marriage, my phone number is 888-432-7434, or if you want to remember the number, just remember the word bridge, 888-43-BRIDGE. Today I want to talk about a sensitive topic that uh, you may not think is a real thing. I think it is. Uh, after uh, several uh, counseling sessions throughout uh, the couple of decades that uh, I've been a pastor, I could say that I've talked to a lot of couples. They may not have put it in this way, uh, but I'm calling it today marriage suffocation. Mm-hmm. Marriage suffocation, even when I say it, some of you are like, mm-hmm, pastor, yep, uh-huh. You're in your car, of course, and no one's around you, but I hear you saying amen now. Well, here's the thing. I want to talk to you about balancing marriage suffocation, you know, suffocation with your spouse, uh, to setting your spouse free. Where Where is that balance between 
suffocation and setting them free. You feel like you don't want to set them too free or you may lose them. And so at the same time, you want to know where they are, what they're doing, and, and what they're thinking, what they're feeling. Uh, and sometimes what happens is the spouse never tells you, you're suffocating me. And so I think it may be important to talk about uh, what is suffocation and and how do you communicate that to somebody who loves you so deeply and you love them so deeply, and yet you're feeling suffocated? And uh, you know that feeling, like you, you need to get away. Now, what's interesting is people who marry older, who are used to living alone, and all of a sudden they're living with another person. It's almost like you have someone else in your space. When you were dating, maybe you spent many hours together, but then you had that six to eight hours of sleeping time to yourself, or maybe you're away from each other for a few days, and then you come back together for a couple of days, then you're to yourself for a few days. You, I mean, you could use your own bathroom and, and wear your sweats, and, and it's kind of like you could just kind of be your complete self, uh, and then you get all dressed up for dating, and or you just kind of sit around and watch TV, but then they're going to go home, and you're going to go home. Uh, you get in a car, you go on a date. I mean... All of that is a part of who you are, but it may not be all of who you are. And then what happens, you marry someone, and now you have another human being in your space, maybe even 24-7, depending on whether they work or not. Like maybe one of you works, the other one doesn't, or maybe you both work and come home. But you literally, your, your downtime space is shared with another human being. Yes, you're two or one, and you love one another, but I'm not talking about this desire to uh, to – to love one another. We already know that. Let's take that as a given. You love each other. You want to stay together. It has nothing to do with that. You just feel <gasps> suffocated. And maybe your spouse doesn't want you to uh, spend time alone. Like you're like, can I just get to the cave? Can I, can I just go to the room? Where can I go to be alone? And the reality is some of you, I'll tell you where you go. You go to the bathroom. <laughs> That's where you go. And you lock the door behind you. Some of you, you can't even go to the bathroom because your spouse is in there with you and they're offended that you even locked the door. So anyway, that's what we're talking about today. If you want to chime in, maybe you have a question for me about it, give me a call. 888-43-BRIDGE. I'm going to bow for prayer and then I'm going to start taking your calls. My lines are open, so get in now while you can. Heavenly Father, thank you that you give us opportunities to talk about all kind of matters of marriage, and I pray that today's show would be covered by you as well. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Together, everyone said, amen and amen. All right, let's go to Baltimore, Maryland, and talk to Anonymous, who's on the line. Hi, Anonymous. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm fine. Praise the Lord. And I just want to tell you thank you, um, Pastor, for doing such a wonderful job. I listen to you all the time. You enlighten my heart. You teach me Mm. in the Word of God. And I just want to tell you, thank the Lord for you and your staff. Thank you, Pastor. You're so very welcome. My my issue has been married for 10 years, and I gave my husband full, complete trust in the Lord that you would do what's right, that you stay faithful, you won't break the covenant. Mm -hmm. And I found out for 10 years, that covenant has been broken multiple times with infidelity. Mm. Mm. So now that I've found that out, I've we've started counseling. But for me, the thing is that I, it seems that I have to set the boundaries with suffocation because mm-hmm. I assumed when you came under the covenant, you understood mm-hmm. what the covenant meant. Mm-hmm by not introducing anybody else within this covenant. Yeah. But because you did, now I have to set boundaries and yeah. limitations 
to suffocate you, if you want to use that term, quote yeah. unquote, well, to teach you the boundaries of what God sure. says that you well, have maybe, to do. Maybe it's not suffocation on this one, Anonymous. Maybe it's really him rebuilding trust. And so in order to rebuild trust, he's going to have to give an account for where he is and who he hangs out with and what he's doing for a period of time until you feel like you can trust him again. So I'm not sure that that's as much suffocation as it is accountability uh, when he has proven unfaithful. Uh, But it sounds to me like he's open to rebuilding that trust. Am Am I correct? That is correct. Good. Praise the Lord there. And you are in counseling. Did I hear that right? Yes, we're in counseling. And what have you heard, if you can share uh, or learned from the counseling with regard to why he has been going out uh, of the marriage? Or do you feel like you've had any uh, part in it at all? Or has this sort of totally escaped you as an innocent party? It totally escaped me, I think, and I've been listening to a lot of sermons and listening. Mm -hmm. We've been to Every Man's Battle. We've been Mm -hmm. to the Women's Restore Program. Um, Yeah. Hey, hang on one second. Anonymous, I need you to hold on just for one second. I've got to run to this break that snuck up on me, but I am coming right back. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Are you tired of living in that smelly basement? Let me tell you something. Amber and I had some basement issues. We called Best Buy Waterproofing. They came and they helped us out. If you have mold, mildew, cracks, blistered paint in your walls, or you're just not quite sure if your basement is altogether safe, then call Best Buy Waterproofing. Just go to bestbuywaterproofing.com. They have over 30 years of experience, and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them. But most of all, get your basement fixed. Give them a call, 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. The Multicultural Ministry Handbook. What is multicultural ministry? How does it affect me? Why is it important? If you want to know the answers to these and many other questions, then the Multicultural Ministry Handbook is a must-read. This story was modeled on the pioneering planting of Bridgeway Community Church, where founding pastor Dr. David Anderson had the vision for a dynamic, diverse, grace-filled place. Authored by a group of folks who've been doing ministry together for many years, this book is a testimony of personal journeys and practical ideas for any church with the desire to do life as God would have us do it. The Multicultural Ministry Handbook, published by InterVarsity Press, can be purchased at your local bookstore, Amazon.com, or Andersonspeaks.com. Hi, 
this is Dr. David Anderson. Sometimes people ask me, what kind of doctor are you? And I say, a doctor of philosophy. And they say, where did you get that? And I say, Oxford Graduate School. They say, where is that? So Oxford Graduate School has a small English tutor campus in the hills of Tennessee. It's wonderful. And you not only study there, but you study at the Library of Congress in Washington, D.C., as well as at the University of Oxford in England. What a wonderful program. I did it for three years. You go for a week and study, and then you have 60, 90, 120 days worth of reading, writing, and research to do. You do those cores about six or seven times, then you write a dissertation. I tell you what, I not only got my degree while I was a working adult as a pastor in a church, but it was a safe place, not only to learn, but a safe place to think. You want more information, check them out at OGS.edu. That's OGS.edu, or give them a call, 423-775-6596. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or to find resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit Andersonspeaks.com. You can call our hotline anytime at 888-432-7434. For rebroadcast of this program or to watch live, visit bcctv.org. Join our text community and receive a free weekly inspiration text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555. Now, back to Real Talk. And we're back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson and Pearl Smiles Dental. If you haven't had your gentle dental cleaning, you need to get one. You can always go to my dentist, Pearl Smiles Dental in Elkridge, Maryland. Look them up. I know they would love to have you. And tell them Dr. Anderson sent you. Today we are talking on Marriage Monday about marriage suffocation. Uh, Is there a balance between suffocating one's spouse and setting one's spouse free? Right before the break, let me give you the phone number, though, 888-432-7434. Right before the break, I had Anonymous on the line from Baltimore. And Anonymous, you were saying that uh, you've been married for 10 years. Your husband has been cheating, and you found this out. Now you guys are in counseling, and you're trying to rebuild trust. He's open to doing it. I asked you, though, if, uh, you know, if he understands or if he knows uh, like how you found out and do you feel like he's repentant I guess is what I'm trying to get to yes I I feel he's repenting um, repentance uh, asks for forgiveness many times okay and is willing to do whatever it takes Mm -hmm. but my personality is when we came into the marriage I trusted you I gave you full trust I didn't Set, I didn't think I had to set any marital boundaries because mm-hmm. I thought they were understood. Okay. But now I have to set boundaries where you may yeah. feel that you're being suffocated, yeah. and I want him to feel free. And I mm-hmm. think, you know, the healing part of trying yeah. to get trust or restore trust well, back think, in a marriage. Well, I do think that you are on the right track. You did trust him. I think marriages still need boundaries. You did trust him. Uh, and, you know, he can prove trustworthy again. I think through counseling you'll find out what was it that uh, that caused him to step out of the marriage. Have you have you kind of gone down that road yet or not quite? 
I think the counselor, uh, we're fortunate or maybe unfortunate to have the same counselor who's counseling me individually is also counseling him, and then we're going to do group counseling with her. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the things she's doing is she's peeling back his many layers. Okay, and there are... Which she said there are layers. I'm sure there are many layers. At some point, maybe you guys can sit together with the counselor outside of a group situation. I think that might be good as well. Uh, but it's here's the good news. He's repentant and uh, he wants to make it work. I'm really sorry that you had to go through this pain and you'll probably have more pain to go. But if you both are committed to getting uh, to, uh, you know, the unity that I know you desire, uh, it could be better uh, in the future than it has been in the past. I know I say that by faith and you have to believe that by faith. But I'm glad you're sticking it out and staying in there and continue to be a learner uh, as you uh, go down this path. Okay, Anonymous? Yes, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. I think my greatest thing is that I look at that God, to me, this means marriage is very important for God. And when God looks at me, he sees, he looks beyond my faults, and I'm looking at yeah. things the way God would look at him, you know, as yeah. a broken vessel who wants to be healed. So I am grateful for the peace yeah. from God that he provides for me through this well, that is a te- trial. That is a testimony indeed. God will give you that peace, and God has shown you already how to forgive when you yourself has been forgiven. So I'm really proud of you for hanging in there and continue to walk this road. Okay, Anonymous? Thank you. God, Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. God bless you. Thank you uh, for calling. If you want to call me, 888-43-BRIDGE. I've got Anonymous on the line from Upper Marlboro, Maryland. Hi, Anonymous. Welcome to the show. How are you? Hi. Thank you for taking my call. My pleasure. I, um, so I have a quick question. Yes, ma'am. Do you think that uh, too much sex can uh, suffocate the marriage? And, and I'm asking this question because the word or the term suffocation can be relative, depending uh-huh. on who is doing the suffocating and who is receiving the suffocation and what is the object of the suffocation. So, so in this case, it's that. Well, you know, you can ask the question to your spouse, is, is there too much sex and do you feel suffocated? If he says no then and, and you don't feel like you're being suffocated by it, then no. Uh, for some couples, uh, a lot of sex is is good. For other couples, they're more modulated in how often and how intense it is. It really depends on the personality and the needs of the couple. Oftentimes, you do have one part of the couple that needs it more uh, than the other part of the couple. And so, you know, trying to find that healthy balance is is always uh, an art. It's not a science. How do you feel in the relationship with your spouse? Do you feel like you're being suffocated at all? Well, when the area of sex, if I want it less and he wants it more, uh-huh. and I feel suffocated and he uh-huh. doesn't feel like I'm giving it enough, right. then where do you draw the line? And so that's why it's relative yeah. to me. Suffocating to him is not. Yeah. So where do you draw the line? 
Well, and that's very typical where the man may want it more uh, than the woman. Uh, again, sometimes you have the reverse case, but it's very typical that a married woman uh, wants it less. What's interesting, an unmarried woman in a relationship, if they're uh, uh, active and even if they're not active, will oftentimes desire it more. Uh, but once uh, the, the couple gets married, uh, over a short period of time, it feels like uh, the woman is satisfied with a lesser amount of it, uh, where the guy is just more driven uh, for it. So then how do you find that balance? It, it does put you in an interesting situation, Anonymous, because you're in the driver's seat. He needs more, so he's hungry, all right? And you have what he needs, and he can only eat at your restaurant. And so <laughs> you have this power over him and you've got to decide how you're going to use that power so think about it like having food and he's hungry uh you know he'd like to be overstuffed at every meal but you know you're you're saying i can't do that and it's not healthy necessarily for you or him but make sure you're not starving him where he's eating you know once every four or five days because you think about it like food Oh, what would it be like if you were hungry, 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 and you knew that the only person who could feed you is your husband, and he can kind of choose whether he wants to feed you on Friday or not feed you on Friday. No, he doesn't feel like feeding you on Friday. And so he'll think, well, maybe I'll feed you on Sunday. Well, in the meantime, you're, you have hunger pains. You're, 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 you know, you're, your stomach is hurting. Uh, and now your hunger is subject to your husband's feelings of, well, Sunday comes, nah, I really don't feel like giving any food, maybe tomorrow morning. And and so if you think of it like that uh, and think of a man's sex drive like an appetite, uh, that may actually cause you to be a little bit more gracious in how you, quote, unquote, feed your husband. And and you can't blame then. I mean, you can blame, but it's hard to blame somebody who's very, very hungry uh, for eating at the hands of another when the only person that can feed them refuses to feed them or just kind of decides, no, nah, I don't feel like feeding you today. After a while, uh, it, it's hard for that person not to eat at the hands of another uh, feeder, if you know what I'm saying. Are you with me? sure if that is true i think uh the the 20s <laughs> um are, are are high a high drive for uh men i do think the 40s and 50s can be what's interesting is a woman's peak is often around the late 30s and early 40s when a man's peak was higher earlier and then it kind of goes down for a while her peak goes up and so when she's between like 37 and and 42 she's off the chain off the charts with her peak oftentimes uh the the guy modulates because of his uh you got age issues prostate issues health issues and so when you get around between 45 and 55 it now depends on the guy for some guys their drive goes right up uh for other guys it's starting to go down so it's going to depend more more on the guy but if you can think about you know instead of i feel suffocated because this guy keeps coming to me uh who is your husband 
I want you to think about it again as a human appetite that he has. And you're telling him, look, now I'm the only refrigerator. I'm the only stove. I'm the only microwave. And I'm the only food that you're allowed to touch, look into, open and eat. And I've got a lock on it. Think about it like that. And, and I think what it'll help you not think of, oh, my gosh, he's suffocating me. He's suffocating me. Think of yourself as, wow, I get, I get to feed him. I get to please him. Now, again, you don't want him to be greedy, but you don't want him to be starved. And I think if you can find the balance between that, it'll help you mentally because you might just think, man, he just has this high sex drive and he just needs to get off me. That will make you feel suffocated. All right. But if you change your thinking on, no, it's not about it's not about he just wants it. He just wants it. It's like he needs it. And then I'm expecting that I'm going to be the only one to give it to him. Now, if you're not expecting to be the only one to give it to him, then you have a right to be like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm sorry that you're hungry. Go find it somewhere else. I'll, I'll cook you a meal tomorrow. Do you know what I'm saying? All right. Right. So, right. Thank you so much. All right. Is that helpful Thank to you? you? Yeah, very helpful. <laughs> I mean, you, you actually said more than I expected, but that is definitely helpful. There you go. Well, listen, God bless you, Anonymous in Upper Marlboro, Maryland. Thanks for calling. I'm so glad that you did. Well, if you want to talk to me, my lines are open. Here's my phone number, 888 888- Four three two seven four three four. It's Marriage Monday, and we're talking about marriage suffocation. Is there a balance between suffocating your spouse and setting your spouse free? Now we, you know, we want our spouses to be faithful, and we've been talking the last couple of uh, conversations about faithfulness and sex and all that. Understand something about men. Men don't necessarily look to cheat, but when they do, they're not necessarily trying to cheat to get out of the marriage. Sometimes they may be cheating to to feed that appetite. I'm not saying it's good, not saying it's right, but just getting into the psychology of it. I heard one therapist say that uh, men cheat to stay in a marriage. When a woman when a woman cheats, it's to get out of a marriage. She's not cheating to stay in the marriage. She's cheating to get out of it. Anyway, what do you think about it? This is real talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'll be right back in three minutes. My lines are open. Call me now. Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Washington, D.C.? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Than Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Washington, D.C. area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Washington, D.C. is a perfect market for my system, and next week, I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's Workshop, text your five-digit zip code to 82000. Seating is extremely limited, so text your five-digit zip code to 82000. Text in the next 10 minutes, and you'll also reserve a free copy of Than's Money for Deals Guide. Just text your zip code to 82000. An exciting new book from Regnery looks at the power of love and intimacy from a godly perspective. It's called Love and Sex, a Christian guide to healthy intimacy. Sex is powerful. Just saying the word can stir up all kinds of emotions inside people. Maybe it's a positive emotion for you or a hurtful, shameful, confusing one. It's no wonder we humans struggle to understand its meaning and purpose. 
Hi, I'm Nancy Houston, a sex therapist, leadership coach, and licensed professional counselor. After counseling hundreds of clients about the topic of intimacy, I decided to write Love and Sex, a Christian guide to healthy intimacy. Love and Sex is filled with life-changing, compelling stories to help us all reconnect to love and is biblically based on the truths of God's Word. Get your copy now of best-selling author Nancy Houston's compelling new book, Love and Sex, A Christian Guide to Healthy Intimacy. Available now at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and wherever books are sold. The following is a true story. My name is David Bryant. When I was 37, my wife and I decided to get term life insurance through SelectQuote. Just three years later, I was diagnosed with ALS, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease. Because of life insurance, the people I love most in this world will be protected no matter what happens to me. I know that the dreams I have for my family can still come true. Financial security, to stay in the home we became a family in, and for our children to be able to go to college. I reached out to SelectQuote because I wanted to share my story. If just one person purchases life insurance, I know I will have made a difference. SelectQuote can find a 37-year-old male a $500,000 policy for under a dollar a day. If there are people you care about, you need life insurance. It may be the single most important financial decision of your life. Don't put off protecting your family. Get your free quote now. Call 800 671 7070. That's 800-671-7070. 800-671-7070. Or go to selectquote.com. This is a paid endorsement. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Not available in all states. And I'm back. Lori Struss Weatherly, hello on Facebook Live. Chris Frommy. Wahili Battle, hello. I love Victor Metzger, says on uh, Facebook Live. He says, uh, I'm at the doctor's office, but uh, because I am so addicted, I am watching you on Facebook. Uh, First time watching live, you look great. Hey, thanks a lot, Victor. And Eugene Kennedy says, nothing like a home-cooked food or like a home-cooked meal. LOL to that, my friend. So there you have it. Hey, listen, if you want to talk to me, all you got to do is give me a call. My phone number is 888-432-7434, and I'm going right back to the phone lines because I want to get to all of you. I got some more anonymous phone calls, so let's go to Rockville, Maryland, and talk to Anonymous there. Hi, Anonymous in Rockville. How are you? Hi, I'm fine. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Thank you for hanging with me. What are you thinking? I'm in my car and I have smiles all over my face. I just started my car to go back home. <laughs> um, I usually don't have time to listen um, because of work. I'm glad you're but listening. The last, the last caller's um, information just kind of touch on mine and I'm just smiling. Okay. So I'm in the same situation where I feel like I'm being suffocated, but... Your suggestion to her is so fabulous. Like, instead of thinking the sex drive is too high and he's bothering me and all that, which is what I do, I get angry when he's coming right. towards me. I'm just going to look at it like, oh, he's hungry. It's the I truth. Mean, it's so amazing how this is making me feel right now. I love it. And if I had looked at it like that, I would have been more nicer oh thank you so much that's awesome i'm so glad to hear that because really it's just it's a change of a mindset and if and if that one conversation uh, changes your mindset you're going to make your husband so happy and you're so you're so valuable and think about it you're the only one who can meet his need and and now you're going to want to meet it you're going to want to meet his need now as opposed to feel like you have to meet it 
Hebrew, and he's a he's a pastor, so he doesn't have much things to do besides this. Well, you know what? You have a very special role in his life, so uh, you know you need to when he comes home say, "Honey, here I am. Lay hands on me." <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, God bless you. Thanks for calling this real talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm moving on. Let's go to Baltimore, Maryland, and talk to Anonymous there. Hi, Anonymous. Welcome to the show. How are you? How are you, Dr. Anderson? Thanks for hanging with me. I'm alive my and grateful, and my friend. Yes, my wife and I, we both are believers. Um, there was infidelity um, on my part uh, in our marriage. Okay. Uh, I brought it to uh, my wife's attention. Okay. Um, we separated. Uh, we remained separated for six years, but cohabitating um, and trying to function as a family. Hmm. Uh, we both, uh, I thought, we both believed in family. Okay. Uh, we have four, four, four adult children. Okay. Um, she feels like uh, she's changed her mind and don't want to reconcile after reconciling. What is considered hmm. reconciling um, in, a, in a marital relationship? Well, I mean, reconciliation and forgiveness are two different things. So I can forgive you but not reconcile with you. Reconciliation means two people come together and they actually agree that they're going to uh, forgive each other and then walk together in a new direction. And so if you two came back together and said, we want to remain married, we want to meet each other's needs, we want to be a couple again, even though, uh, you know, I know you messed up, honey, but I forgive you, and let's get the counseling, let's do what we're supposed to do, we're on a journey to be back together, that is reconciliation. If you are saying we've been separated for a few years, but we still cohabitate, you know, you can kind of be emotionally separated in the same house, live in different parts of the house. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean you're reconciled. Makes sense. Okay. Now we didn't live in the same house. Oh, okay. Because of the setup. Uh-huh. Because of the setup, we didn't live in the same house. Uh-huh. We both made the commitment that divorce was off the table. So y'all were trying to rebuild over now, those years? Yes. I see. So now, yes. So y'all were like uh, y'all were like dating, even though you were married. You're like dating, trying to get the marriage back on track. Is that what I'm hearing, anonymous? Um, I I considered it reconciling in the in the court system. Considered it reconciling, but y'all weren't living what together. Church. So if so, you're saying if if you don't live together. You haven't reconciled? Well, that's what it sounds like. Again, I don't have all the information. I'm just kind of going with what you're telling me. There probably is more to the story. But if you're saying we were married, uh, you know, I, I committed infidelity. Now we live in two separate locations, but we're reconciling. That doesn't sound like you've been reconciled. It sounds like you may be on your path toward it. Uh, it sounds like you're friendly. It sounds like you're trying to work it out. But it doesn't sound like you're reconciled. But again, I don't. I don't know. What does she say? Does she say you reconciled? Do you say you reconciled? Well, initially, yes, we said we. Initially, we said that. Uh huh. Okay. Now she has a change of heart. Got it. Now she has a change of heart. I see. And she says, "Well, since we have, we're not reconciled because hmm. we're not in the same house." So yeah, we haven't reconciled, so that, I'm, I'm going to move forward with the divorce. Yeah, that that seems kind of that seems kind of tough. 
Uh, seems like you almost need to sit down with a with a counselor or a pastor to really talk this one out because to me it seems like a mix between uh, some legalese and then some emotion and then probably some f- forgiveness issues that may not have really happened. Or if she wants to get a divorce now, why? Did something break down in your recovery? Is she with somebody else? Does she have some other information? I don't know. I think that's uh, the the best thing to do would be to sit down with somebody that could arbitrate it and truly look at the details of it. Hey, listen, I got to run to this break. I hope I helped you a bit. I'm coming back in just three minutes. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his brand new public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. That's another great way for you to connect and follow the good doc. So, Brenda, you're a student at Oxford Graduate School. What is your profession, and then why did you go to Oxford? Well, I'm a teacher. I am a a middle school teacher and uh, an online instructor for um, teacher recertification classes. And I discovered Oxford uh, when I decided to go back and uh, continue my education. Mm. But I think Oxford found me. And uh, when I read the description, I thought this was perfect for me. I would highly recommend Oxford Graduate School. It's a wonderful, safe place to think. Uh, And as I said, the interaction, the mentorship along the way, um, the pacing of the program, the rigorous high um, compared to universities across the land that I've actually looked into. So I would highly recommend Oxford Graduate School. Well, thanks for sharing your experience. And of course, uh, it's always a privilege to to know students who have actually gone to Oxford Graduate School like I have and to see how their brains are being shaped and how they are studying so rigorously. So thanks for sharing your story. You want more information? Check them out at OGS.edu. That's OGS.edu or give them a call. 423-775-6596. Hi, my name is attorney James McCollum and my firm practices in the area of employment law. I've practiced employment law since 1988. I've represented many persons in federal and state courts and administrative agencies. Employment law is complex, and whatever your issue, we know that it is important to you. We'd be honored and privileged to serve you. Let McCollum & Associates work for you. Call us at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. Hi, Jewel. This is Dr. Anderson. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson, and hello to your guests. First, I want to thank you for Best Buy Waterproofing. (laughs) They are outstanding. Yeah, and I'm scheduled to get my work done in a week, but I just want to thank you. The free home inspection, they Mm -hmm. came out. It it. was just absolutely amazing. They have over 30 years of experience, and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them. But most of all, get your basement fixed. Give them a call. 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. Enjoy the show. 
Hit me up on Facebook Live. Thank you for all of you that are tuned in there. Tita, thank you so much for your comments on my Facebook Live page. At Anderson Speaks is the page if you want to go to it. I'm there in between breaks looking on my phone. And I'm talking to you, though, as you are driving in the car or sitting in your kitchen or wherever you might be placed uh, where you can hear me on WAVA 105.1 FM. My phone number is 888-432-7434. My lines are open now, so grab them. We have 15 minutes left. So if you've been wanting to talk to me, maybe ask me a question about the topic at hand, this would be a great time to jump in. Get in where you fit in. 888-43-BRIDGE. My call screener will take your call, put you right up on my screen. So drop, drop in right now while you can, while my lines are open for the next 15 minutes. We are talking about marriage suffocation. Is there a balance between suffocating your spouse and setting them free? Uh, sometimes you feel suffocated because your spouse is always in your space. Now, again, it's kind of weird talking about this, especially, you know, sort of as a pastor, you're always talking about oneness and intimacy and, and how you're supposed to do all these things together. And yes, you are. But there's a human part of you that sometimes just needs like, I just need you out of my face. <laughs> you know, I just need some space. And you probably feel guilty saying it. Well, I don't want you to feel guilty about it. I want you to be nice and kind about it. And I want you to figure out ways to do it so you get the, the sun shining on your face and you get the breeze uh, while you're outside. And then you can have more energy so you can engage. And that's the goal. The goal is not just to get away. The goal is to get the space necessary so you can gain the energy needed so you can engage at your best and with your best self. So we're we're trying to help your marriages out, and I hope you see that even though I'm coming at it sort of a reverse back way because I'm empathizing and I'm, and I'm uh, seeing things that people are feeling but they're not voicing because maybe there's not this chapter and verse to go with that they're like, hey, I'm only hearing one thing about marriage, Doc. Well, listen, marriage is great. You are one, and it's wonderful when both of y'all are on uh, running on all cylinders and you don't even want to be outside of anybody's space. You, you just want to be together all the time. If that is you, awesome. But how if it's not? How if your spouse is all over you, with you? They want to be, every, tell me how you're doing. Tell me everything you did today. Uh, now, come on, let's go lay down together. All right, we wake up together. Let me bring you coffee. Like, that's great for a weekend, but how if it's been six weeks? <laughs> Some of you are like, Doc, I can get out of my house. <laughs> All right, come on. Give me a call. Here's my number, 888-432-7434. All right, let's go to Stafford, Virginia, and talk to Anonymous on the line there. Hi, Anonymous. This is Dr. Anderson. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson. I'm, I'm finding you. I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for calling. What's your comment or question? Oh, my comment is, um, I was listening to the lady that was talking about uh, husband having a hard sex drive. Yeah. And I've been married for 10, yeah, 10 years. My husband and I have four kids. When we both got married, we had the same hard sex drive. And now mine is going down. His, I mean, it's so high. And I'm so guilty. And I'm happy for what you said because I'm in the same situation. I'm always denying him of my body. I'm mm. tired. I'll do it tomorrow, you know, mm. tomorrow morning. And I was just smiling when you were talking. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, I'm in a serious situation. <laughs> so, and I'm so happy that I've learned, you know, not to say no to him. 
but you know to satisfy his sex drive. Yeah, I'm so grateful to God for that. You know. Well, he'll be happy. Coming to me, I, I'm like, he'll be, he'll be happy. he'll be happy about that. <laughs> Because your mindset changes, that's going to change his mindset, yes. and he's not going to feel so guilty, keep trying to hear no from you. Because when a man keeps hearing no, uh, he he is going to turn his mind toward, sometimes his eyes toward, and unfortunately sometimes his emotions and his body toward someone else who's saying yes to him. So even if yes. you even if you don't like Burger King... And you always go into McDonald's, but McDonald's is now closed. So you look for, you know, you, you try to come back again, but McDonald's is closed again. And then you come back to McDonald's the next day and McDonald's is closed again. You look across the street and there's Burger King. The light's on. You can smell the, the burgers. Available <laughs> 24-7. Yeah, exactly. Yes, 24-7. The light's flashing. 24-7. You know, and you're like, man, I know I shouldn't. It's wrong. Turn around, go home, yeah. go to sleep, and come back again, and maybe uh, the McDonald's will be open. And then you come back again, and, man, it's it's not open, you know. And so after a while, it's just hard to keep turning back and going home, and you're looking across the street. You shouldn't do it. I'm not saying you should do it. But wouldn't it be great if you turned the light on at, at, at McDonald's and said, come on in, I got these fries for you? <laughs> That's true. I know, and him, he, he doesn't deserve that. So I, I thank God for, for your advice, you know. Oh, I, I try to change well, do the best I can. Praise the Lord. Happy. Praise the Lord. I'm so proud of you. Thank you so much, Anonymous, okay? Thank you, too. Take okay. care. God bless you. Well, you know, those illustrations, I hope they help others of you. And, again, I don't want to abuse the illustration, and you kind of get the point, but at least you can see it from a man's perspective. And, of course, if you ever have a man question for me, uh, feel free to ask. I'll be honest with you. And, dudes, you want to call me and, and say, look, this is my issue, too. I'm, I'm with you there, okay? So you got my number, 888-43-BRIDGE, 888-43-BRIDGE. Uh, well, listen, I, I, I want to take your phone calls. I see that you're calling in. Get there quickly, okay? I still got a couple minutes with you, so if I can get you in quick enough, I will. We we have been talking today about uh, marriage suffocation, and uh, the bottom line is, you know, you want your spouse to be free or feel free but within boundaries. But at the same time, you don't want to suffocate them, and so you got to find that proper uh, space where your spouse has room uh, to get away, all right? And then at the same time, uh, it, it doesn't have a long leash, if I can use that term, where they can get too far away. Do you understand? And, and so I think it's important for us all uh, to have space, all right? All of us, we need space. Now, you may feel like if you're, uh, you know, just young married, uh, you may not feel like you need space, and you feel like, I can't believe Pastor Anderson is saying that. No, uh, you just stay married for a little bit. You'll understand. It's not evil uh, to want a time in the bathroom by yourself or, uh, you know, to be able to spend time in the bedroom by yourself or or somewhere else where you can just read or 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 have your own thoughts without having somebody all up in your space. Just for a little bit, that's all. You're still one. You haven't damaged the relationship. It's going to be okay. <laughs> all right. Anonymous is in Washington, D.C. Let's see if I can run there very quickly. Hi, Anonymous. This is Dr. Anderson. I got a break in 30 seconds, but I want you to give me your question, then hold on, and I'll answer it, okay? 
Oh, good afternoon, Dr. David Anderson. I've been listening to you from the very beginning wow. when you first started the radio. Thank yes, you. Um, my husband is in his 80s. I I am almost 70. Okay. My husband uses Viagra. He's been using it for 15 years okay. throughout our marriage. And a few years when we were dating, which which I didn't know. Okay. And I think my husband needs, needs help because he wants to... Becomes intimate all the time, so with that Cialis huh. and Viagra. Okay, and so hang on. Viagra and Cialis, he wants it all the time. He's 80. Whoa, hold on. I'm coming back in just three minutes. Hold on. Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Washington, D.C.? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Stan Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Washington, D.C. area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Washington, D.C. is a perfect market for my system, and next week, I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's Workshop, text your five-digit zip code to 82000. Seating is extremely limited, so text your five-digit zip code to 82000. Text in the next 10 minutes, and you'll also reserve a free copy of Than's Money for Deals Guide. Just text your zip code to 82000. Hi, Don Crow here for Passport Auto Group, a family-owned business with a stellar reputation for superior customer service before, during, and long after the sale a mission and goal to which they've been committed for the past 25 years. And now when you visit PassportAuto.com on the web, you can take your own virtual Internet tour to enhance your buying experience and help you get to know their dealerships online. Just go to PassportAuto.com, browse their amazing inventory, schedule a test drive of that vehicle you've been thinking about, investigate financing, lease options, and much more. Whether you're thinking about a BMW, Infiniti, Nissan, Toyota, Mazda, or Mini, or whether you're in the market for a certified pre-owned vehicle, Passport Auto Group is waiting to serve you right now. And I also want to tell you that as a longtime customer of Passport, I can assure you they do what they say they'll do, and they do it right. Passport Auto Group, serving the Washington, D.C. metro area for 25 years. PassportAuto.com. Almost every day, we continue to hear the devastating news from many countries inside of Africa that are in desperate need of food. These areas are crying out for food due to extreme drought and crop failure. Feeding the Nations is partnering with WAVA to provide food, hope, resources, and the gospel to thousands of needy children and families in these devastated countries. Your single one-time gift of just $45 will provide a child with two hot meals a day for an entire year. So little to make such a big difference. To make your most generous gift right now, call 888-500-5262. That's 888-500-5262. Again, 888-500-5262 or give online at WAVA.com. That's a one-time gift of $45 to feed a child in Africa two hot meals a day for an entire year when you call 888-500-5262 or give online at WAVA.com. 
This is Rich Becker, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit andersonspeaks.com and simply click the donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's andersonspeaks.com. And I'm back. Thank you so much. It's great hanging out with you. Let me get right back to my phone line, Anonymous in Washington, D.C. All right, so your husband is 80. You're almost 70. He takes Viagra and Cialis, and he wants to have sex all the time. And do you feel suffocated by that? Yes, my husband is in his mid-80s. Mid-80s. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And, yes. Okay, so how about if you ask him to stop taking it so much? Well, I have been doing it, but it's um, but it's not working. Uh huh. And with some right, and with some men, when they take um, the Cialis, they can keep an erection for a very very long time. I understand. And, and I feel that I feel that it can really injure me. Well, then how how is your your drive at your age? Are you uh, taking anything, or have you seen your doctor, or where are you with regard to your drive? Um, I am uh, very healthy and I have a drive, okay. but, but not, but not um, for a very, very long time. Sure. Well, here's the thing. I think it's a conversation you guys need to have about him kind of settling down on the drugs there, on the Cialis. That's the bottom line. I think if you go, both go natural for a while, you will level set. But right now, it's sort of an unfair advantage because he's uh, it's kind of like two people playing sports and one's taking steroids, you know. And so I think in order to level the playing field here, he needs to settle down on the drugs so that both of y'all can sort of have that natural age uh, level set. That's what I would say, uh, Anonymous. And, you know, if you want to pass that on to him from me, you can. But it's a, it's a conversation that only you two can have and really a decision that he has to make. Do you understand? Yes, Dr. Anderson, I really appreciate this. And I never um, looked at it like maybe um, my spouse taking steroids, but you're absolutely right. I really appreciate this. Thank you so much. And I would like to thank you on behalf of all the other listeners um, for your ministry Mm. and for all the help that you have given us, given me, given all of us through the year. God bless you, Mm. Amber, and your entire family. Aren't you so kind? God bless you back. Thank you, Anonymous. Well, that makes me feel good. You know, at the end of the day, who knew we were going to be talking about Viagra and Cialis and, uh, you know, sex drives and suffocation. We knew we were going to talk about that, but I didn't know it was going to come in this way. But I'm grateful for it because, you know what, who else is talking about this from a godly perspective and a human perspective? Uh, who, who's talking about it? I sure hope that uh, it blesses you. And, and if you can support the ministry in any way, I tell you, it helps me. It helps me stay on the air. Our church is so awesome to pay for a lot of this. But if you want to help, again, just go to uh, 
you know, uh, embracegracism.com, and you can you can make a donation there, and that would uh, really be a blessing to to us. So you can go to andersonspeaks.com as well and be a blessing to us. So if God lays it on your heart, praise the Lord, okay? Hey, listen, uh, let's pray together. Lord, we know that you are the author and the finisher of our faith and, and, and our re- relationships. We just pray for your strength and for your insight, Lord, and for our marriages as well. Help us to find our groove, whatever age we are, in Jesus' name. Together there, everyone said amen and amen. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.